Hello everyone and welcome back to Highly Suspect, the Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master Ben Frisch, and welcome back for episode 8. What's up guys? <laughs> hey, what's going on? So last time um, was just a full episode of fighting the Basilisk War Droid. Garrett got very lucky. Um, time and time again. <laughs> I was pretty sure he could have taken somebody out, but uh, he didn't get to. He didn't even hit me. I feel like I have he, to make characters harder and harder. No, you have to make characters smaller so they have a chance of hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if I hadn't used parry, I would have been down after one hit. Yeah, because he did 14 damage in one strike after you, you parried. Can you imagine wow. that? Rolling seven, 16 wow. damage. No, I want to though. Just wait till I get twenty-five more experience points. I'm just kidding. I don't have You've any already, plans for that. You know, you can. So in this game, you can take another skill tree and just try to rush down to um, get your uh, the your new up your base stats again. The dedication yeah. twice. <laughs> it costs extra to get a new tree, but you, right. But you could pick a tree that has like a straight line down to dedication. Just doesn't matter what I get on the way. It's yeah. just about getting up to six agility. <laughs> so you guys defeated probably the hardest enemy I've given you yet, and you did a pretty damn good job. Um, so how's... Don't, don't, don't like fix the way you're doing things, please. That was, that was very lucky. Yeah, yeah. it was very scary. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't do much of anything. I'm just worried. The fans want blood. Well, yeah, kill Cass or something. Don't, don't take it on. I already all of us. know. Sorry, I already what? know how. <laughs> I already know how Cass is gonna die. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's already been foreseen. So it's season going three to be, is big fish. It's going to be a. Yeah. <laughs> just, Cass talks to an old witch. And yeah. <laughs> Cass is the only character whose death I know. Coming up in two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> No, there has to be a whole series of events before I can kill you, boy. <laughs> no, I meant the I meant the the foreseeing of how oh, I'm gonna yeah. die. <laughs> so, after the last session, Garrick, you are in the hangar with the um, Basilisk War Droid. He was right. rushing to go disable your ship before he went out, um, but it's completely deactivated. Nothing going on with him. Cass, you were in the warehouse still. Yes. And Dua, you were in the Mandalorian interrogation room where there seems to be a skeleton still strapped to a table on the other side of the room. Um, I'll start because I need to get back to y'all. So this, this thing's shut down. The AI has no way of getting out, right? It's, right. it's stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Our ship is safe. There's nothing else powered on or living that I know of. No. Everything's docile. <laughs> There's nothing that can hurt yeah. you here. And then I'm going to fly back to them, I guess. However long that takes. I think by the time you get back in there, since I have no idea where Dua is, because I haven't seen him, uh, I'm going to ask you where he's. I'll be like, Garrick, where's Dua? I'm going to the door that I saw you. Well, before get- you even get to the door, you just hear from the distance just... <laughs> Never mind, I think we found uh, him. Yeah, yeah. And go up to the, the door and, and open it. 
It was already open. He's oh, just okay. <laughs> I assume by your sound you're just leaned up against a wall holding your the wounds on your chest. Holding his intestines in. Yeah. <laughs> if I could have gotten I that far, I would one of my <laughs> ribs too. It's like put it back in. <laughs> um I I just run in and wordlessly stick him with the stim pack. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. All right. But you guys are in this interrogation room. Uh, everyone give me a perception check. Through against two difficulty. Push. All right. I got a. I got a triumph, and I got two a successes two and successes two and threats. Two threats. Three threats. Three threats. Yeah. What'd you get, Tim? I got one success and three threats. Okay. So cast with your triumph. I'm just gonna say, you walk into the room. And you just lean against a computer panel that's on the other side, and you activate a hollow display. And it's recreating the the last scene of of the camera. So where the, the skeleton of this Jedi is, you actually see the hollow of him living and speaking to the Mandalorians, just kind of like shrouding over it. Okay, dude. And... I'd say there's like a weird puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> So what you do get from the conversation between the Jedi and um, his captors is that he was coming here to save his Padawan who was captured during the war. And his Padawan was in possession of the Doctavis holocron when he was captured. And you hear the Jedi tell these Mandalorians that it's only a matter of time before his T3 unit comes back with reinforcements. And that's where you start seeing the Mandalorians are getting a little nervous. And this is where they start to plot to leave the base and retreat. Yeah. Which is what sets off the AI trying to keep them here. Okay. Oh, God. Did T3 roll in and is he watching with us? Or are they watching with us? That's when, when you look over and you see T3 uh, sitting in front of the skeleton. It's very quiet and he's just watching the table. And he just says, I'm sorry, I'm late. I want to walk over and put a hand on T3. He doesn't say anything. I want to look to Cass <laughs> and ask if he's <laughs> injured. No, I'm fine. I have no scratch on me at all. <laughs> you lucky duck. Wait, ne- neither of you guys got hurt? No, what's wrong no. with you? <laughs> hey, it looks like the steel skin worked, though. <laughs> There's probably like a claw-shaped hole in the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll toss him my other stim pack. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that one. I'm going to save that one. I think we're okay now, but I'd like to go over to the... Uh, I'd like to go over to the body of the Jedi and try to investigate a little more, see if there's anything else on him, any other clues about the Padawan, where it might, they might have gone. It looks like he was executed while on the table. Ooh. He's a Iktachi, so he has the bull horns, but in the skeleton you see a obvious blaster bolt hole in in between his eyes. Just one? Just one. Ayla would be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but the droid rolls out and he's gonna just keep he might just go back to your ship, honestly. He's 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 done what he, he came to do. 
Which was find his master. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dua, listen. I think Cass and I can keep looking through here. Um, but I need your help with that that war droid. Um, yeah, sure, but uh, we need to figure out where the Padawan went. Yeah. I just, and I know the thing can't move. I just really want to get that AI out of it. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, let, let's go. Could we, like... There was a remote droid a little while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Could we find a remote droid, take out its repulsors, <laughs> and just have a dead, like, a, a essentially lifeless robot? <laughs> a robot. A robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I, you have to replace them all with droid anyway. Um, yeah, so you found a, a restraining bolt on one of... Karana's old remotes that oh, was just under yeah. a... Didn't you try to use that on the thing, though, last the, time? The restraining bolt's gone, but the droid I left on the ship. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, so we just disable it. And if you remember, this is, this. I think, the same droid that he couldn't get the repulsors to work anyway, so it just... It was act- just a sticky cam. It was just a... It just acted <laughs> oh, as a right. sticky cam. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> okay, Dua, we've Look, we've we've got a couple uh, junker droids on the ship. Oh my god, this is terrible! Did you make this? No, it's a the repulsors don't even work. Yeah, former uh, crew member. Um, do you think you can coax the AI into coming into one of these from the the war droid? These are pretty much disabled, as far as I know. Well, I mean, I can try, but you want to have a murderous droid mind just hanging I, out? With I, us? I think the guest might be interested in it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, no, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like right. He's like, yep, nope, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> Scary man with robots. Yeah, let's please him. <laughs> and automatic doors. Um, <laughs> I have one skill in computers. I don't. I don't know if I can help you or if you would do it mechanically. I'm. I'm here to help though. Yeah, we'll say that you guys were on the ship talking, like we just cut to you there, and you guys are walking down the loading ramp uh, towards the war droid that's still like mid-motion, just frozen, and you want to do a computer's check to put the AI in the remote droid. That's going to be hard. Yes. Yeah. Recognize. Okay, so you have one skill in computers. Mm Mm-hmm. And three base ability for intellect. Okay. Tim, what do you? What's your role look like? Uh, hang on, Garrick has three intellect. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it makes up for my Wait, my d- brawn and my willpower <laughs> being ones. Oh, okay. Thank God. I was like, I feel really bad for my character if I had. Uh, anyways, no, that's, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got six ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> That's why I can never fix anything. Uh, no, I've got three intellect, and I've just bought the third uh, proficiency die. Oh, uh, awesome. Four computers. Okay, so. so you're rolling just all proficiency die. Sweet. So just add a green to that for my skill? Is that Add a works? blue. Add a blue? If okay. he So how it works is if he had, like, two proficiency die and, and, a, and an ability know. die... And you had one skill, you would change his green into a yellow. Gotcha. But so if he took another computer, I could do this. Right. That makes sense. Because then why would 
he take another computer if he just had somebody else who could give him? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See, three intellect. Look at me. So, Tim, you're going to roll your roll against, uh, I'm going to say, four difficulty die and add a boost for Garrick helping you out. And do you want to just, <laughs> we could I, burn a destiny I, I, point. Wait, hang on. Before we go um, to the war droid, can I make a pit stop at where the AI used to be held? And can I study that to try to get an idea of like how it's programmed? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, we'll get just like a quick montage of, of Dua. He's looking over the droid brain. And yeah, go ahead and just take two extra boosts. I'll say that Garrick has a few tools. Um, well, this little droid's going to be plugging into the war droid, right? Mm-hmm. So there's lube for one <laughs> to get it in easier. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. gonna take me a minute hang on you got a big roll huh uh four successes one advantage and a triumph sick (laughs) so i want to imagine that you have you've connected the remote to the war droid and then you've connected the remote also to another data pad where I feel like it almost just looks like a drag and drop situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like an Apple where you just like pull like a photo. You and just put it, click on the icon of droid brain. Yeah. Or yeah. just some sort of program that you have where you can flush a program into another droid or a memory mm. bank or something. Oh, well, h- hang on. If I was working at Sorosub on the ship thing, then I probably had to deal with shipboard AIs all the time. Exactly. So, yeah. so you this is this is almost second nature to you. You just plug in real quick. You flush him out of the first system and into this worthless remote droid. <laughs> and as soon as the AI takes over the memory banks of this droid, it just starts incessantly beeping. Just just constant. Like it's trying to talk, but it Riddled doesn't have <laughs> I just take a paper clip and stick it in the little speaker <laughs> hole and puncture whatever <laughs> whatever there is in there. But yeah, you're just Garrick, you're holding the remote and it is glowing, its eye is glowing red and it is just a million miles an hour screaming at you. I'm I'm a uh, I'm going to go lock this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we just give him some time to cool off, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll put him in his cooldown box, and I'm gonna get a box, and put it inside another box, <laughs> and then put that in our armory. <laughs> Can one of them be a food box, like a cereal box or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is then put in the in box my, your armor came in. Just yeah, <laughs> right. It's it's our like Ronto Nuggets takeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like he's secured. T three's not going in our armory. Yeah. None of us are going to mess with it. Why would we? Yeah. I wouldn't even know what to do to begin with. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's another gift for, for our new new dude. Um, When I come back out of the ship, do are you still there? Yeah, I think, like, if anything, other... Well, were there any other unexplored rooms on the station? And if so, would Cass be doing that? Because I think that'd be a good time to jump back to what he's doing. Yeah. So you're still in the interrogation room. They've left to go... Yeah. Do their, do their business. Um, 
you can continue to look at the uh, security footage with that triumph. I'm going to say that it's laid out in a super easy way that even Cass can understand. Yes, I love super <laughs> easy ways that even Cass can understand. So that's just uh, if you want to go through that at all, you can. Or there was one more unexplored room on the other side of the warehouse that was opposite the hallway where you came in. Um, and with the footage, have I just been? I've just been watching the footage. I'm guessing. So they haven't really said where they put the holocron or anything like that. Right. Um, if you want to watch through it. I'm going to watch through it for right now just try to see if they mention anything first. I can always... That Padawan in the holocron he had never made it to the station. Okay. Um, the Jedi was on false a false lead, but whatever ship that Padawan was on, it crashed over uh, Minda Prime in the Gordian Reach sector. Judging by the footage, the Ductavis holocron is in here. Okay. Uh, I think... After watching all of that footage, I'm going to go check out the other room then. Cool. So the door slides open, and you see corpses all in that, um, that like, Hannibal Lecter-style lockbox from the last season of Clone Wars that they had Maul in. Okay. You just see just, like, almost like they've been filed in rows. Yeah. A bunch of just dead Jedi who were just died in the boxes. Ugh. Okay. So I just see a bunch of dead Jedi that are stored away. Mm-hmm. Um, Takes I'm, less space than a prison cell. Yeah, I'm going to... Jesus. I'm going to use my perception. I'm going to try to check around the room and see if there's any other... Because like, obviously, if it's, a, if it's a prison or a storage kind of place, there must be something that they took all the stuff away from them and put it mm-hmm. in. That's what the yeah. warehouse is. Oh, that's all just the all the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to be their their uh, their munitions, anything they've discovered that's worth keeping. Yeah. Is there anything like any notes or like a log in here, though, of like kind of like a prisoner log or anything of things that they might have took? Yeah, for sure. So I want to check that out and see if there's anything worth to find here while we're here. So the log that you're looking at is just a list of all the items in all of the um, crates in the warehouse. Right. Going through, you see a lot of personal effects. Probably nothing you could use. Um, right. No lightsabers or anything. But you do see a um, that in one of the boxes, pretty low down on the list, there is a ancient droid control core made for the Basilisk War Droid, and it was a replacement in the event something happened to the War Droid. That's what we're going to go hunt for now in the warehouse. Does yeah. it have a number on it? Like a, Yeah, a I'll say that you just you have the list in front of you on a data pad, and you're just scrolling through looking at um, all the shelving units, and you find it. You pop it open. It's not that big. It's about about a foot long, about football football-sized. And uh, right when you find that, they finish up putting that AI in that remote. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to do next. I was seeing if Duo was out there. Um, just to know if he would help me or not. I was just going to open the cargo bay and try to get this in. We have the one, like the machine thing, like the, what was it? He was talking about it, the exoskeleton thing. Yeah, the yeah the loader yeah. chassis. You, okay, yeah, you have a few different ways you can transport this war droid. So I get some phone books. I get in the <laughs> Ridley bot. <laughs> you could do that. Okay. All the VCX also have a magnetic strip for transport. Uh, Cargo That's a on the point. 
bottom of the ship That'd be that you badass. can literally fly over, lock it to the bottom of your ship, and mm-hmm. fly out with it. Then we've got like a weird reverse horse situation. <laughs> where the thing with all the guns is on the bottom yeah. and smaller yeah I was I feel like that's a conspicuous way to carry it oh, right yeah. now yeah I think once we get it all you know oh, painted hey, you're talking, hang on is there like a cargo container in here that it could fit inside oh and put it on the outside in a container yeah that makes sense yeah, I could say you can use the loader chassis to go grab one from the warehouse, pull it in, yeah. put it in, then you can stick it on the bottom of your ship. Love it. So so Garrett comes down. He leaves the ship, but he's coming out on the, the cargo ramp this time and uh, just starts walking straight for the, uh, the alien's mech exoskeleton thing to just put the war droid in the cargo bay that's that's my plan here <laughs> i've uh i'm gonna i'm gonna come back in and i'm gonna see him and i'm gonna be like i'm just gonna see him start going towards <laughs> that and i'm like garrick what are you doing I'm- no 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 let him try <laughs> I just like the idea of Dua just shushing me, just like putting his finger also, on my mouth while from I'm saying that. Thirty feet yeah. away, <laughs> but with the force, it feels like it's right there on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, can I start up this this awesome hydraulic machine? Oh, yeah. I know a lot about hydraulics. From is it because you want to give me a, a piloting planetary? Oh, that's a good reason for that. Yes, I do. <laughs> Can't believe you figured out my plan. Big against a two difficulty and a setback die for being in the dark. Too nope. short. Oh, okay. for <laughs> the. <laughs> look at you, Mister Man. <laughs> five successes. Five successes. Oh. I told you I brought the phone books. Yeah. So you head to the back. You grab the appropriately sized cargo container and you bring it back and set it in front of the war droid because then you have to grab the war droid. I'll just scoot it. Just scoot <laughs> it. So just like that, like, yeah, <laughs> but nails heavy. on a chalkboard. Yeah. Just as soon as that sound starts, I turn back to Cass and go, okay, no, help him, help him. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do with this one. He's already in it. <laughs> just start grabbing like sheets of metal so we can make just like a tiny little like skateboard ramp so it's not just like pushing the cargo container just across tearing the tubes floor and too. making them into like little circles that he can push it on. Like. <laughs> uh, it, once we get it in, we'll just close it up, lock it however we're able to, and be ready to grab it on the way out yeah. with the ship. Um, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at Duo while you're clearly making a mess of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna say, Hey, Duo, I found this thing. Um, and I'm gonna hand him the Droid Core remote and say, Do you know what you could do with this? Huh. Well, since we got that last AI out of there, I think we can have a fully functioning war droid if we tried hard enough. That's what I like to hear. Do you know how much it's gonna cost? And like this thousand-year-old technology. Less now. With the core, <laughs> that's true. So I oh no, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, to, just to arm get it. it. Right. What you're telling me like, is we're going to have to go rob a museum. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Dua could do some some hot fixes on it. You yeah. Know, just, no, we're robbing a museum. 
He said it. That was the first season. We've already <laughs> robbed a museum. Well, that means we're good at it. <laughs> we jumped the shark in season three. Do you want to rob Vasek Chirac again? again. <laughs> He'd kill himself. Every season we rob him. <laughs> It's Dua's first time, so I mean, you know, you heard all these fun Dua stories. Dua hasn't got to experience we just, how fun it is. We just make to Dua rob only rob it. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, I handed this to Dua. Yeah. Don't try to move on. I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to rob Vasek Chirac again. <laughs> I honestly feel like I have to write in. You have to give us the opportunity yeah. to yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, this one's up to the fans. If the fans want Fastic Truck to get robbed a second time. Third Wait, no, a second time. Last time we just bargained with him for something, wasn't it? Yeah. It's because he didn't give me that Jedi speed or that Jedi spacecraft thing that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why you'd Why did it. you want it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I put 15 credits down on it. Oh, oh, you deserved it. You didn't want it. Well, that's how he caught <laughs> Got me. Got it. Yeah, if if you want to see it, let us know. We'll... <laughs> okay, sorry. What what are we supposed to be doing here, other than planning? Well, you're loading. Yeah, everyone's thing. loading stuff up. As soon as yeah. everyone's on the ship, then I I don't. You didn't mention it yet, right? Not yet. No. I was yeah, I'm, you go. I'm loading this and planning on still looking. I think <laughs> as it stands. So, Grease Monkey Garrick. <laughs> finishes it up, hops out of the general grease monkey. General grease monkey. <laughs> yeah, you hop out of the thing, and there's Cass. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I just take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's going on back there? Well, I found where we're supposed to go next. Oh. Wait, it's not here? The holocron isn't here. Uh, apparently, the Jedi was mistaken, uh, and uh, the Padawan crash-landed uh, somewhere else. Is Dua here also? I don't know. Is Dua here? I think Dua's still checking out the war droid brain and is like putting it into the storage room. All right, I, I shout to Dua. The, the holocron's not here. The Jedi... What, what, what we did have to go to, We have to go to Minda Prime. We have to go to Minda Prime. In the Gordian Reach. In the Gordian Reach. <laughs> My name's Garrick, and I'm an asshole. <laughs> not gonna give me that easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you uh, do you know of anything about Minda Prime? Absolutely nothing. In the Gordian Reach. The only thing I know is it's got what the guest wants, and that's where we have to go. Yeah. T3 will probably have a map, at least, right? We'll go, go check with him, I guess. Do are you done there? Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm closing up the lock room to make sure that T3 doesn't go in there. Naturally. <laughs> that would be bad. So I say we go find T3. Yeah, I guess we ought to check on him anyway. Seemed a little, a little upset, huh? Dua, you seem like an empath. Why don't you <laughs> see what's up with him? Okay, psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Just... 
psychopath, sociopath, empath. It's the group dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I guess I just sort of walk around in in the ship and just call out for T3 and just try to find him. Yeah, I'm going to head to the cockpit and start start looking in our records for Minda Prime. Yeah. Um, well, he's already in the cockpit. Oh, t- uh, AT3. Uh, and you see his like uh, his little locating satellite disc on his head kind of spinning. And he turns around and says, uh, The I'm going to walk the by. The guest like, is here? Here, here. Wait, do we just look out the hangar and see a gigantic white ship outside that mm-hmm. none of just us noticed? sitting on the outside of the of the asteroid belt. I'm going to okay. scramble to my my cockpit or my, my pilot seat and say, did you, did you call him? I, I'm just going to hail him, I think. Hail the guest? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we? Is he close enough for that? No, he's outside of the, okay. the belt itself. All right. Very, uh, very well. I guess we're we're gonna go see the guest. Good thing we brought him a present this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, T three. I know. I know. Duo was looking for you. <laughs> he just turns and rolls <laughs> out. I close the door. What the hell? Why is the why is the guest here? I have no idea. I thought we'd meet him back another place, but apparently he's always around us. Oh, he's cool. I'm excited to see him again, but I don't like micromanaging either. <laughs> Does really cramp our style. <laughs> Swig. <laughs> I'd like to record this location for later, too. Because yeah. if we need a, a hunker down base, this seems ideal. Yeah, it's our hangar that we just have now. Yeah. It's oh, it totally, totally is, empty. It? Nobody knows it's here except for the guests. Yeah. So as long as we're not yeah. hiding from him, and we can't hide from him. Welcome to New Cast City. <laughs> yes. When you come back, you might as well just like push all those coffins just out, out into, into space. space. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put some. We'll put some of their skulls up on spikes so no yeah. one comes in. I, uh, I'm gonna start flying towards the guest. So we get a shot of your ship. Um, exiting the asteroid field and heading to the guest ship. This time, he does not put a tractor beam on you and will allow you to land on your own. I'd rather him do the tractor beam. (laughs) I successfully land on my own. No, actually, you need to roll to see if you embarrass embarrass yourself. (laughs) Embarrass. Oh, because I've got a war droid attached to the bottom now? Oh, let's see if... How difficult? Um... Let's do, against two difficulty so you don't smash any droids. And also, as you're entering the hangar, you see that Chagrin waiting for you in the same spot he was before, and you get nervous. So take a step back. Dive. I get nervous that I'm going to hit him? No. Then it's where just, I keep just, thinking, don't hit him, don't hit him, don't hit him until yeah, I do? Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so step back. Um, this is space, right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> two advantages (laughs) I just hit the lip and the wardroid floats off into space (laughs) no I'm going to say that 
you don't account for now the extra bit of bottom you got yeah. on the ship, and you just grind that. <laughs> that this um, box is not going to stand up. You keep grinding it everywhere. <laughs> you just grind the cargo container against the ground, not realizing that you haven't put the legs down. You're just staring right at the chagrin, and, and he, he's staring right, right back. Yeah, at he's me. staring right back at you, just <laughs> through. <laughs> Like a Tarantino, like quick zoom in on his yeah. face and then yours. <laughs> and as soon as we land, I'm just gonna look at Gary and go, "That was great." Oh, I really do it up. <laughs> no, you did not do it up. I'm gonna go get the get the AI. I forget to put it in park. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls backward out of the hangar. <laughs> I'll leave my my weapons again though in the in the cockpit. You leaving your weapons? Um Yes, but I'm while I'm waiting I'm spinning the gun like a cowboy for yeah. a minute and then I go and then do you should tell me not to bring a gun. Cass. Yeah? I think maybe we leave those just in case. Right. And keep your wrists on. That's just cool. Looking. Easy, yeah. No, let's do that. So, <laughs> then I'm just going to set the gun in on the seat that I was sitting in. Yeah, is that fires, right? <laughs> so everybody else, you guys can put your guns anywhere, but Dua has to put them in the armory. Yes. <laughs> We've lived in this shit for Seniority, <laughs> yeah. No, it's the safest place. They're supposed to go there. I'm a slob, apparently. I don't want to put my guns back in the armory without having cleaned them. That's the thing. It's a very oh. ornate blaster pistol. This way I know they're dirty. And well, also, yeah, I have I'm my seat reserved then. Put my weapons away, but I want to make sure that, you know, the camera zooms in and Dua pulls the crystal out of his pocket and puts it back in, reminding everyone it was there. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> I'm going to touch your crystal with the double bad boy box. <laughs> also, after we give this gift, we need to make sure we keep the double bad boy box because now that's my favorite thing on the ship. Yeah, that's where yeah. that's where, where bad items go to think about what they've done. <laughs> it's time out for bad as, items. As soon as we find that uh, scatter gun that Cass lost... Right oh yeah, and whatever that thing was that tracks people down. Oh while we're, yeah, I need to. The whole season is just trying to track one person down. God, we gotta find that item. Yeah, I gave you guys that so early, and it never came back up. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll grab the double bad boy box and and start walking down the ramp towards the very angry Masamita looking dude. Eyes down. Eyes down. Definitely eyes down. <laughs> He notices that, and he smiles. Kind of. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't say a word. He just immediately starts to turn and attempt to escort you if you look up to see that he's moving. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll look up enough to see like his robes shrinking into the distance. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to nudge Garrick and be like, don't you want to tell him about the gift before we just walk in with it? Um, He's obviously head of security. He could consider it a security. I'm not the face of this group. (laughs) (laughs) I give it to Cass and I storm off. (laughs) 
And I'm just going to carry it with as much bravado as I possibly can. Yeah. Because I walk over to Cass and I start to nudge him with my shoulder and I say, don't you want to let him know about the gift before we get there? And I'm just going to look at you and go, absolutely not. (laughs) We can't just walk into his office with Dua. (laughs) I turn my nose up at you and I follow Garrick. Cass, are you just standing there because you're still waiting for someone to deliver you a drink? Yeah, like last I'm really time? actually kind of starting to get disappointed that no one takes me to that bar room again. <laughs> yeah, I, I hurry after him. <sighs> okay, so you guys make it to uh, the guest's little work area. The T3 is behind you, and... As soon as the T3 enters the room, he goes right back to the pod where he came out of and shuts down and begins to recharge there. And um, you see the computer monitors now behind the guest desk. And they're all uh, POV shots from T3's perspective of everything you were doing through the whole thing. Wait, wait, wait. Like what? POV. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what shots? Like, <laughs> I understand what they are. No, it's like a camera. It's like, like a, <laughs> it's like the tab on Pornhub that you go down. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounded very porny the way how Ben said it the second time. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um, it's literally footage of everything you just did with the T3. I just can't think of the things that I'm going to be embarrassed of right now is all. Well, fortunately for me, I wasn't really around the T3 that much. The guest uh, turns and sees you walking in behind the Chagrin. And he puts on one of those um, translator boxes over his two mouths so you can understand what he's saying as he's speaking to you and he looks to the chagrin and says you may leave us and the chagrin nods and walks out of the door leaving you alone with the guest <clears throat> I think if anything Dua gets more nervous <laughs> without the chagrin there <laughs> <laughs> just like well this is new and Uncharted territory, and that's yeah. scary for Dua. I look at Dua to see if he bows. I think he's like frozen halfway, just like stuck, <laughs> just trying like to do a mental flow chart of like what are the outcomes if I yeah. do it or if I don't do it. Syntax error. And I think while they're both petrified, I'm going to look at the guests and I'm going to go. Do you want me to give you this? And then I just hand the box to Dua and make him go give. He takes the box. He takes the lid off the box. He pulls out the second box. He takes the lid off of that box. (laughs) (laughs) And he takes the remote and examines it for a second. And what is this? Oh, no. Sorry, I wasn't sure how much you had had time to to watch. The Holocron was not there. Cass? The Holocron is uh, on Minda Prime. It is no matter. We can discuss the holocron another time. But I want to thank you for giving my little friend here some 
closure. His memory banks were filled with sorrow and guilt. Hopefully, he can take solace in completing his mission, even if he was a little late. That's when Cass is going to bow. <laughs> Finally, we got him to bow. Oh, we yeah, got him to baby. bow, baby. <laughs> but back to your gift. What is it? Is it not screaming right now? No, I think you turned it off, didn't you? Well, it, oh, it, wait, learned, no, you it learned its lesson in the double bad boy box. <laughs> That's for sure. It's not going to come out screaming again knowing it'll get right back in the double bad boy box. Is it screaming? <laughs> Is I, it, uh, I didn't think it was. I, did, I do think it pauses, and then as he opens the second one, it starts to rattle off again. Yeah. Um, the AI of the base, it's from what we picked up, it seemed like it turned on the Mandalorians when they tried to abandon the base. Um, you, you got a little bit on your your video feed there, right? Yeah, he took over a, a war droid and attacked us, and we pulled it out of the war droid more to protect ourselves. But we thought you might be interested. He's holding it up and it's beeping, and he just shuts it off. And he just smashes just it, crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he loves. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves the therapy on droids. Apparently, this yeah. is his jam. Yeah, this is the most messed up droid he's ever gotten to date. I suppose this will suffice as payment for your first question. Hell yes. Garrick doesn't say that. I am. Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect that. But before we continue, your rivalry with Nola the Hutt, what is it that drives you? Um, I, I, I can only speak for myself, but I feel a certain amount of responsibility for his quick rise to power. And you, Mandalorian? To be honest, I, uh... I think it might be revenge. Hmm. Revenge is a powerful motivator. And you, Dua? Why have you decided to join these two on their crusade? Well, I kind of lost everything back at home. I mean, I lost my home and my job and my brother, and these ones saved me, so it seems like the right thing to do is to pay them back. And in exchange, these two help with your imperial entanglements? I mean, it'd be nice, but <laughs> I still feel like I'm in debt. I look at Dua... <laughs> Am I not in debt? <laughs> I, I say to Cass and Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I th- think you're. I think you're right. I, I, I think we can. I think we can do more for, for Dua. I, I say to Cass. He has gotten us out of some sticky situations, so I guess we can help him. Wonderful. The answer to your question is not as easy as giving you a location, or finding a certain person. There are many pieces that must come together for you to achieve your goal. As we speak, Nol the Hut 
is moving his new weapon to the outermost reaches of the galaxy. His ship, you see, has been discovered by the Empire, and he is on the run. Your problem will solve itself if you let it. But by the look on your faces, I presume this is something you would prefer to do yourself. I mean, yeah. I smile. <laughs> well then, since I cannot convince you otherwise, I will give you the first piece of this puzzle. Information on Nola the Hutt's weapon. And he gets on his computer terminal and he begins to play footage from the Battle of Narshada on the screen. And you see the, the ship uh, fire that pulse, that purple pulse into the uh, peace talks. His station is ancient indeed, but this weapon is a modern design, one seen during the start of the Clone Wars. Uh, for, forgive me, but I'm, I'm unfamiliar. I, what kind of weapon is this? It is an EMP. Very dangerous. The Separatists used one of the same design during the Clone Wars, and... This weapon's engineer is a Nemoidian by the name of Haro Odas. Haro was commissioned by the Cunelac to help replicate this weapon. During this time, he disappeared for many years and only reemerged at the end of the Clone Wars to aid the Separatist once more. Haro has intimate knowledge of the ship's design and layout. And if there was anyone who could help you destroy it, it would be this man. All right. Well, guess the next thing we have to do is hunt him. Either that or um, go check out Minda Prime. We will discuss the holocron another time. The window on finding Haro is closing quickly. He is currently on Formos in a remnant separatist holdout, currently under siege. Under siege by the Imperials? He nods. Do they know who he is? Or would you expect them to? He is a high-value separatist fugitive. The Empire will want to take him in. We better move then. Look at Dua. What are you thinking, bud? No, I mean, you know, Dua's just <laughs> agreeing with all of this. I mean, there's nothing really. Plus, you might get a little uh, revenge on the Empire. Oh, yeah, you hate those guys. Yeah, they kind of hate you, too. I kind of like them. Well, more like a specific kind of job in the Empire. <laughs> but I I don't think Dua has any reason to believe that they'd be there. Um, Your Honor, I think... I think- we're going to get going unless you have anything else you'd need from us right now. Is no one going to stop me from calling him your honor? Absolutely <laughs> not. Why would we? It's kind of funny to me. Do you remember how you used to talk to the queen? It's funny that you show any respect to anyone. <laughs> Good point. She she made me a general and I barely had to do anything. This yeah. guy's making me work for it. <laughs> I ask that you return to me with Haro. I have a vested interest in the outcomes of your journey, and uh, 
On top of that, I find the three of you very interesting. I kind of took you as a hands-off observer kind of kind of guy. I, I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he doesn't want to say, "Well, I'm not." Yeah, but he de- he doesn't want it. He wants it both ways. He hits a button, and the T3 um, unit unlatches from his pod, and he rolls back over to you. And the guest says, You may take the droid. I believe he has formed some sort of bond with the three of you, and he will act as a way of communication between us. Very well. And just like that, we made it onto a reality TV show. <laughs> you were always on it. You didn't even know. <laughs> Y'all, I'm scared. I think it, I think it's uh I think it's time for us to take our leave. Yeah. Are you guys just walking out? Nothing well, else? I I wait to see if Dua bows because I don't I don't want to be the guy who doesn't bow. Dua, do you bow? <sighs> yeah, do do a bows. Garrick bows this, also. <laughs> this time Cass doesn't. He's already bowed once. You only get one. <laughs> Uh, I scamper out. Then I'm just going to walk behind him. But just walking. Yeah, Uh, yeah, actually, once I get to the door, I'm going to stop because I know that guy would give me a dirty look if I scampered by. (laughs) When we get to the door, does Garrick have to open it? (laughs) No, it slides open. (laughs) The mystery remains. There's there's no, like, uh, there's no check for that. Uh, But I will say, just... uh, as you're walking out, I'm going to flip my destiny point here. Fuck. Um, I haven't had a lot of movement. Do what you don't notice, but the guest um, uses the force and pulls the crystal out of oh, your pocket. No, no, damn it. <laughs> I was just going to try to make Tim feel guilty and tell us about it so we could see if we could get Cass's broken lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have told us about it earlier. Gotta be honest. I have a broken lightsaber that needs a crystal. Man, you just gotta be honest with yeah, us. Yeah, that's what happened with Movak, man. And the guest knows that, and that's why he took it from you. He saw you lying. But we do get a shot of the guest, you know, pulling it out as you're walking away, and he's holding it up to the light. And as the door closes, he just kind of chuckles and goes back to what he was doing. But the Chagrin takes you back to your ship. And uh, T3 rolls up first, followed by you guys. And we can either end the episode there, probably end the episode there. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for updates on Highly Suspect and Bad Form. In case you weren't aware, we actually have a second series up on our website called Plausible Deniability. It's another Star Wars actual play ran by Tim Kamey and set in the Age of Rebellion era. So please feel free to go check that out. Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow, and all of our background music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.